0: Hello oh, and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup for research published between the 10th and 16th of October 2023. I'm Katrina Pares, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There have been nine new me studies and 21 new long COVID studies this week. We have highlighted one of the MECFS studies in more detail. Paper 5 is initial observation study of the use of repeated immunoabsorption for patients with post-COVID ME-CFS. The research group conducting this study included investigators based out of the T Fatigue Centre in Berlin, including Carmen Scheichenbogen, who we commonly see ME-CFS research from. Immunoabsorption, AI, is a selective apheresis method, a process that removes disease-provoking elements from the blood. The theory surrounding the use of apheresis is that microclots may be present in the blood and could be causing persistent symptoms in long-COVID and MECFS. However, more research is needed before this invasive treatment can be recommended. There have been no clinical reports of clotting in MECFS. The ME Association's views on apheresis can be found on our website. The research team of this newly published study have already conducted two small-scale, proof-of-concept studies on Ig depletion by immunoabsorption in post-infectious MECFS, which showed efficiency in most patients. IgG, or immunoglobulin G, is a type of antibody which is created and released by plasma B cells. These antibodies protect you against infection by remembering which germs you've been exposed to before. If those germs come back, your immune system knows to attack them. This new study aimed to evaluate the efficiency of absorption in 10 post-COVID me patients. Its primary objective was to assess functional ability. For this, the study used three different sets of questionnaires to assess physical functioning. The short-form 36 physical function, which reports on health status the Bell score which reports on disability assessment scale, the fatigue severity scale and weighted Canadian consensus criteria CCC symptoms to assess the presence and severity of symptoms. The main finding presented in this study is that out of 8 of the 10 patients included, 7 were defined as responding to treatment where there was an increase between 10 and 35 points using the short form 36 physical functioning questionnaire four weeks after treatment. Some of the other findings included, four of the patients were found to respond rapidly to treatment with improvements in the SF36 physical functioning scores. Responders described improvements in core symptoms of pain, cognition, and immunological symptoms. Improvements in muscle pain and immune scores were significant after four weeks. Improvements in cognitive scores and headaches were seen, but these weren't significant changes. Several patients reported initial worsening of fatigue and PEM which could be attributed to the invasive treatment received. Furthermore, fatigue scores showed no significant change after 4 weeks. A few things to note about this study. This is a subset of patients who have both been diagnosed with post-COVID ME-CFS and had elevated ADR-beta-2 autoantibodies. Therefore, we don't know how a wider cohort would respond. The study was very small with no healthy control group. MECFS was diagnosed using the Canadian consensus criteria. Response to treatment was only assessed through questionnaires and monitoring auto antibody levels. It's a shame no other measures were used. The protocol for the treatment involved five sessions of immunoabsorption over a period of ten days with a maximum of two days in between treatments with two further treatments being offered to patients responding who deteriorated again. Furthermore, the researchers plan to treat patients again from this observational trial if they deteriorate further to see if this can lead to longer periods of remission. This questions the longevity of this treatment, especially if improvements are not sustained. The research team reported that this treatment provided evidence that immunoabsorption can improve physical function and symptoms for a subset of post-COVID ME-CFS patients. However, some of the data presented questions this finding. For example, fatigue did not improve. The authors claim that fatigue often shows improvements later in the recovery journey, although evidence is needed to show this. This is an initial observation study, therefore much more research is needed to the efficiency and safety of immunoabsorption. However, as these results stand, I am not convinced by the findings, especially as improvements do not seem to be sustained. Please also note we reported on the work by this research group after the chantantis Fatigue Conference in May 2023. Our report can be found on our website and for this particular topic, see presentation 26 on page 10. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I shall be back next week with the next instalment.